thank you for joining us with the young GM, the 13-year-old general manager who's been fired by 31 teams, but still living a dream. GM, I would ask you how you're doing tonight, but I know after that loss to the Raiders, you're not having a very good one. What did you think about that game? Um, it was definitely sad, but, uh, so here's the thing. We went into week, week 15, I believe this is, we, I went into week 15 thinking Raiders, Browns, easy win for the Browns. We're going to destroy them. We got our whole team set up. Baker Mayfield's on COVID. Okay. Kind of drops my hopes. Kevin Stefanski's got COVID. We've lost our coach and our quarterback. Case Keenum's got COVID. This is just getting worse. Our guard, Wyatt Teller, gets COVID, and my hopes suddenly just drop. We literally have literally had no one. We didn't have our two quarterbacks, our coach. We got one player back, and that was Wyatt Teller, the guard. But other than that, Jadavian Clowney was on COVID. Um, Jarvis Landry was on COVID. We basically went into this game with David Njoku, whoever Nick Mullins is, I have no idea who that guy even is, um, Rashard Higgins and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Those That was the receivers and the quarterback. Kareem Hunt is recovering because he was injured for four to six weeks. He's recovering. And, yeah, it was definitely sad to have all those players on the COVID list. But hopefully they can recover and time for week 16 and we can win because if we have all those players on COVID when we face the Packers, that's a week that I ain't watching no games that week because the Packers have the number one NFC team. Come on, GM. Don't tell me that you're going to let COVID be the excuse that you not watch football. Well, I mean, if if I want to see my team get beat to the Packers. The Packers are the number one NFC team right now. They stand at the number one seed. We're 7-7, seven and seven, no quarterbacks, no coaches, no wide receiver corps, barely even a defense. You really think we're going to beat them? On any given day, anything can happen. And when we return, we will get back to our Saturday game which was a highlight, as well as our Sunday games as we recap them and then move on into NFL news. Once again, thank you for listening, and we'll be right back with the Young GM. And welcome back to the Young GM. GM, we had a special weekend this week. Not often do we get uh, Saturday games, but we had a Saturday game this week, the Patriots against the Colts. Tell me, what did you think about that game? This was definitely a good game. I think as we go into weeks 16, 17, and 18, because we're going into the final two or three weeks, we're going to get more Saturday games. This game was one to watch. The Colts beat the Patriots. Yes, they knocked the Patriots from their top AFC seed. The Chiefs are now the um, number one AFC seed, I believe, because they are 10-4. and four. The Patriots are 9-5. and five. But um, for some reason, I saw the Patriots winning this because of their record, but I wanted the Colts to win this. The Colts did win this, so I'm happy. Jonathan Taylor has 11 
or he has a rushing TD in 11 straight games. This is the third longest streak since 1950. So Jonathan Taylor really is someone that defenses need to watch out for because he's shown what he can do. He can he can even run for offensive running back of the year. Well, let's roll on into our Sunday games, GM. And that first game we want to talk about is the Cowgirls against the Giants. Um, the Cowboys, we're going to win this all the way. The Giants are just, they're terrible. The Cowboys are winning their division. That's, that's that. The Cowboys are 10-4. They're going to win their division out. I believe they will make the playoffs. Um, I would say they would make the playoffs depending on how the team, because the NFC is really hard. You've got the Cardinals, the Rams. The Packers, the Buccaneers, the Cowboys. So I'm gonna say they land in that seventh, that sixth or seventh seed in the NFC playoff spot, maybe a wild card team. Yeah, but we're talking about the NFC East. That is the worst division to be in in it the NFL. Is and the Cowboys are just they're just gonna win their division out. Well, let's talk about that next game. The Texans and the Jaguars. Now, last week, I believe you said that this was going to be one of those snooze fest games. What'd you think? Um, this was a snooze fest. Again, the Jaguars lose. The Jaguars are getting the top three pick in the draft. They're getting number one, two, or three in the draft. Um, this is Houston's eighth straight um, win versus Jacksonville. I guess the Texans just did what they needed to do, and Trevor Lawrence, he still can't do nothing for the Jaguars. Um, we next have the Titans at the Steelers. Again, the Steelers win, and nobody can beat the AFC North. The only team that can beat the AFC North is the Packers. They have beaten the Ravens, the Bengals, and the Steelers. Now, all they need to do is lose to the Browns next week, but we'll cover that later. The Steelers did win. That is unfortunate. The Titans suck. Not really, actually. They're 9-5, and five, but that's just sad that they lost. Um, next we have the Jets versus the Dolphins. The Dolphins, obviously, were going to win. I knew the Dolphins were going to win. They had a better record. The Jets are just, they're not doing good either. Another rookie that they drafted, Zach Wilson, he's not doing anything for them at all. Miami has won six straight games for the first time since 2016. Now, remember, the Dolphins started at one and seven this season. They are now seven and seven. If they keep this up, they could go 10-7 and seven and win nine games in a row, and that would be amazing to see for them. The next game we have is a upset. So last week, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, the Cardinals are going to destroy the Lions. The Lions are trash. You want to see a blowout or go to sleep to this game? Watch this game. The Lions destroyed the Cardinals. No one saw this. Not even a Lions fan would have thought, they're going to beat the Cardinals. But I just cannot believe that this happened. I am still surprised that the Lions even won versus the Cardinals. The Cardinals were the number one. They're now the number four, I believe, number three or four in the seed. And they lost to a 2-11 and 11 team. That's ridiculous. That just shows any given day anything can happen because, yeah. Um... Also, Chase Reynolds, he got 112 rushing yards for the first career start. That's the first time since 1980. 
The next game we have is the Buffalo Bills versus the Carolina Panthers. The Bills are going to win this, even though Cam Newton's back and all that hype up for Cam Newton. He's not a bad quarterback. I like him. He's good. He's a really good quarterback. He's mobile. Once he gets out of the pocket, he can scramble. But uh, the Bills were honestly just better. With Christian McCaffrey out for the rest of the season, that just, man, that hurts. And it's just sad to see that happen. And that's why they lost. Well, you know, the next game caused the guys I work with to have a zero tolerance Monday when the Bengals took on the Broncos. What did you think about that game? Definitely needed the Broncos to win this. It looked like the Broncos were going to win. Here's the thing. Um, Joe Burrow, he threw it to a receiver that was wide open. He didn't even have a defender in the first five feet of him, if you saw that. He was open, and that's why they scored a touchdown. Denver is also 0-4 and four versus the AFC North, which is the Bengals. They lost to the Browns early in the season, and they lost to the Steelers and the Ravens. And, well, that's very disappointing. The next game we have is the Falcons at the 49ers. Now, this game really could have gotten any way. The Falcons... Just came off of a win versus the Panthers. The 49ers just came off a win versus the Bengals. Um, but the 49ers destroyed the Falcons, and they the 49ers have won three straight games at Levi Stadium. They lost eight of the previous nine. So just shows what teams can do. Here's the next game. This one, this one was a really good game to watch, and that was the Ravens at the Packers. This one was way closer than I expected. Now, I didn't expect the Packers to blow them out, but I did expect the Packers to have at least mm, 15-point win. One-point game. And with this win, unfortunately, you Bears, Vikings, and Lions fans, you weren't, you're not going to win the division. Didn't have a chance to win the division. The Packers clinched the NFC North for sure. And, um, yeah, the next game we have is another upset. Saints at the Buccaneers. Now, everyone keeps saying this is a shutout. The Buccaneers got destroyed. In my opinion, 9-0 to zero isn't really a shutout. In my opinion, if the, you get at least, mm, let's say, 13 or more, and they have zero, that's a shutout to me. But just nine points is a touchdown and a field goal. That means the defense stopped them from scoring more than another, more than two touchdowns. Because that means they got a, a touchdown, missed a field goal, and then kicked another one, or they kicked three straight field goals, which is stopping them from getting a touchdown at all. But anyways, this is apparently Tom Brady's shutout for the first time since week 15 of 2006 at Miami. But I didn't really see this one as a shutout. Well, GM, maybe that's why uh, you've been fired by 31 teams, because it looks like they got blank. And when you get blank, that's a shutout. But, folks, the best part about it is the pictures that we got posted on our Instagram. That's right. You can follow us on Instagram at theyounggm at Instagram.com. Now, let's talk about that Browns game against the Raiders again. I thought we already talked about this. I didn't think we had to go over this again. Oh, I just love hearing you... Uh, rehash the mistakes that your team has made. Yeah, this definitely hurts. But as I said, COVID-19 just 
that just ruined it. Took all of our players away from us, especially the key players. Having no coach, having your top two quarterbacks gone, that hurts. So it's not really our fault that we lost. It's more that the player just got COVID-19. They are taking precautions for COVID-19. Um, yeah, they're taking precautions for COVID-19 for like vaccinated players that are coming back to make sure that nobody else can catch COVID-19. But yeah, that's very unfortunate. We tried to ice the kicker, but that didn't work. I think it was just too late. When we started coming back, it was the fourth quarter, late fourth quarter, and that's just too late to come back. And when we come back, we'll take a look at the division standings and get your predictions on who's going to finally end up at the top of each division and who will possibly end up in the Super Bowl. Thanks for listening to The Young GM, and we'll be right back. And welcome back to The Young GM. GM, as we mentioned before the break, when we came back, we'll talk about the division standings and who you predict will end up at the top of each division and even who might make it to the Super Bowl. Now, our first division we're going to take a look at is the AFC East. Who do you think is going to end up at the top of that division? Well, here's the thing. The Dolphins and the Jets, they're done. They're not winning their division for sure. The top two are going to be the Patriots at the Bills. Now, here is the thing. It just depends on what their schedule looks like. So, next week, we actually have the Patriots playing the Bills. Here's the thing. If the Bills want any chance to win this division, they're going to have to win this and go all out. Because if the Bills beat the Patriots, and then next week they beat whatever team they play, they could have a chance to win the division. So, if they can beat the Patriots, the Patriots will lose the next week and lose the rest of their games, the Bills win their division. So I guess that's just really how it plays out for the rest of their schedule. That AFC West, always a tough division, but we see we got the Chiefs on the top. How do you think they're going to fare throughout the rest of the season with the Chargers? Um, Here's the thing. Just depends on how they do, because they're going to win. I feel like... Even if the Chargers win the rest of their games, the Chiefs have a pretty easy schedule ahead of them. I believe they have the Steelers next week, then the Raiders and the Broncos. If I'm wrong, correct me. I will check right now. But yeah, the Chiefs should beat the Steelers. That should be an easy win any given Sunday. We just saw the Lions beat the Cardinals. So it could go either way, but I see the Chiefs beating the Steelers. Um, The Broncos beat the Raiders. If the Chiefs lose the rest of their games somehow and the Broncos win the rest of their games, they'll be tied for 10-7. and seven. So the Broncos could win the division or come close like second place in the division. A wild card spot in the conference would not hurt me at all. It would not. For the AFC North, another one of those hard divisions, for the first time ever, we have the Bengals on top of the Ravens. Bengals literally would have to win the rest of their games. We all, the AFC North, would have to win the rest of their games, which is not going to happen because the Ravens play the Bengals next week. 
Mm, for that game, I kind of want the Bengals to win. I don't want the Ravens to take the lead in the division again. For the Browns, it's another one of those Broncos instances where the Steelers would have to lose and we'd have to win our game, and the Bengals would also. I guess it doesn't matter who the Ravens, either the Ravens or the Bengals, win because they're both 8-6, and six, so it doesn't really matter as long as the Steelers lose and the Browns uh, win next week. We got the AFC South. This should be a tight. The Jags and the Jags and Texans. They're done. You got you Jags and Texans fans. You could you can forget about ever winning this division. Two and twelve and three eleven. You're not going to catch up. Even if you won the rest of your games, it still wouldn't matter. They would just put you higher at the draft. The Colts at the Titans. That is another hard one because Jonathan Taylor. You see what he's been doing this season. If he can keep that up, he could win for them. And the Colts play the Cardinals. So if if the Cardinals play how they did this week, if they play that way next week, easy week for the Colts. They will blow out the Cardinals by running the football if that's what they have to do. Um, And for the NFC East, again, worst division in the NFL, and the Cowboys are going to win it. Unless the Cowboys somehow lose the rest of the... It's going to be a lot of these instances where it's like if the top team loses the rest of their games and the next two teams like Washington and the Eagles win their next two or three games, they could possibly come back, pull out that wild card spot, and that would be surprising to see three NFC East teams in the playoffs. Well, as you look at the numbers, mathematically... There's no team that can catch the Cowboys. Yes, they would. The highest they would get would be nine and no ten and seven because that's where they would be able to get is ten and seven because they would end up winning their next couple of games, which would get them to ten and seven because that's where everyone in this season is going to end at ten and seven. If they have ten wins, they're going to end at ten and seven or seven losses. I'm sorry. If they have seven losses, they're going to end at ten and seven. Because it's a total of 18 games, but you get a bye week, so that's 17. For the NFC West, we have the Cardinals, the Rams, and the Niners. The Niners have made a comeback. They were towards the bottom of the division earlier in the season. The Seahawks aren't going to make it. I highly doubt it. The The best they're going to go is 9-8. The 49ers win the rest of their games. The Rams win the rest of their games. And the Cardinals lose the rest of their games. They are just about all tied for a record, except the 49ers win the rest of their games and they'll go 11-6. But anyways, that should that should be a good one to watch. The NFC East should be a good one to watch because the rest of their games are going to be close if they um, win. Sorry, NFC West. Sorry. The next one, we have the NFC North. Nope. Packers won the division already. There is no catching up to them. Sorry. No, I'm not. You, the Vikings are trash. The Bears are trash. They got no house. They quarterback leading them. There's no way they're ever going to win. And the Lions have Jared Goff, who's trash. So forget them. They're not going to win nothing. Packers have already won. Packers take the – I'm going to say the Packers take the number one seed. Next, we have the Buccaneers at the Saints. Or the, the NFC South. The Buccaneers and the Saints, though, that will be close because we just saw the Saints beat the Buccaneers, which I'm not, I didn't expect that. I don't know if 
anyone else expected that. Maybe some Buccaneers fans were doubting them. the Buccaneers, like, mm, maybe. But honestly, the Falcons and the Panthers, they're out of this. The Saints are mathematically the only team that can catch the Buccaneers right now. Well, if you want proof that the Bucks got blanked, again, visit the young GM on Instagram. Well, GM, thanks for recapping the division uh, of the conference leaders and the division leaders. But tell me, overall, who do you predict will make it to the Super Bowl and so, why? So I'm going to say that the teams I want to say that make the Super Bowl, unfortunately, NFC-wise, I'm going to say mm, the no, I don't think the Cowboys are going to make it, but I think that the Cardinals, the Packers, the Buccaneers, and the Rams, I think those teams would make the Super Bowl. The Cardinals and the Rams are good ones. The Packers have already clinched their division, and the Buccaneers could make it. We have also seen, hold on, guys, but the Washington football team last year almost beat the Buccaneers. It was at least a touchdown apart last year. The Bucks could mess up and lose to a wildcard team like the um, the 49ers, the Cowboys, or the Saints. They could lose. But overall, I see the Cardinals, Rams, Packers, or Bucks making the Super Bowl. For the AFC, I want to say the Chiefs for sure. The Chiefs right now have the highest seed. But I want to say the Chiefs, the Patriots, the Bills, the Titans, or the Colts. To be honest, the AFC North, that's so close. Like, everyone is so close together that I see um, the Browns as a wild card. I see the Bengals and the Ravens taking the 7-8 and eight seed. But I, I overall see the number one seed being the Chiefs or the Patriots. Okay, if not the Chiefs, then the Patriots for number one. Number two would be the Chiefs or the Patriots. Number three would be the Bills. Four would be the Titans and the Colts. Five would be... Five and six would probably be the Bengals and the Ravens. And seven and eight, I'm not honestly sure because anything could happen as a wild card. But seven and eight could be the Chargers and the Steelers. I'm not sure, to be honest. The AFC is just really close, whereas the NFC is so far apart. But overall, the teams that will make the Super Bowl for the AFC are the Patriots, the Bills, the Chiefs, the Titans, and the Colts. Those are my top teams. Well, thanks, GM, for giving us that rundown on who's going to make that uh, Super Bowl playoffs. When we return, we'll get into some NFL news. We'll see you in 30 seconds. Thank you for listening to The Young GM. And welcome back to The Young GM. GM, our next segment is going to be NFL news. And I know one of the top stories that you've been... Uh, Discussing with me off air is the injury that Teddy Bridgewater suffered. What do you think about that? It was definitely sad to see that um, 
it was sad to see they to be carted off the field. This is the second time this week. The first time was with the Chargers game because the player, he got hit. He was shaking. He was taken to the hospital because of a head injury. Same thing with Teddy Bridgewater. He um, got hit. His head actually, I believe, hit the inside of the helmet. He's fine. They say he's fine. He has no severe injuries. He's just going through the concussion protocol. He's going to be in the hospital for another day or two just to take a precaution so he doesn't so nothing happens to him while he's out of the hospital so they're just taking precautions because of he hit his head and then the next story we want to talk about is the fact that antonio brown is coming back what's your thoughts there Mm, i don't know i just he was suspended for having a fake vaccination card covid19 has started to spike up again in the nfl so I'm not sure if that's such a good idea. Plus, he's a dirty player. So, I mean, why let him play if he's dirty? He's probably just going to spread COVID or something. When you talk about dirty players, our next story covers a dirty coach. I think Bill Belichick is probably one of the dirtiest coaches out there for the cheating scandal that he was involved in. Hey, they should take away all his Super Bowl wins for that. Take away all those rings that him and Brady got, or at least Brady has, because he was part of that, too. And possibly the NFL could have known about that as well. So what do you think about T.Y. Hilton not being ejected from the Patriots game? I honestly think that they were cutting him some slack there. They thought, oh, yeah, he's playing the Patriots. We'll just let him go ahead and get away with this one mistake right here since they've made, since they've cheated a lot. Well, we're going to go to your next, your favorite topic in the NFL. Trevor Lawrence. Yep. Um, Again, he lost this week to the Texans. He was hyped up to be the number one quarterback of his entire draft class. He's not doing his job. So he's garbage in a sense. He did so good in Clemson. The dream quarterback that was going to turn this franchise around. Garbage. 2-12. and Look at where he's getting them now. They would have been better off with an Ohio State quarterback. Well, you know... One of the questions that we'll ask later on deals with your extreme dislike for Trevor Lawrence. And one of the and one of the listeners asked a question about that. But we'll cover that in our next segment. And when we come back, we will get into next week's games and ask the young GM. Thank you for listening, and we'll be right back. And welcome back. GM, let's talk about next week's games and how these uh, wins and losses definitely can impact the positions in the conferences. We got that first game on, on deck. The Browns against Green Bay. Now, with that loss that the Browns took today to the Raiders, how do you think they're going to fare over the holiday season? Well, as the season gets towards an end, I'm going to stop doing the, well, it could go this way and it could go that way. I'm just going to pick a winner based off of how they're doing, how the roster looks and stuff like that. And unfortunately for this game, I'm going to have to favor the Packers as a win. They honestly just have the better team right now. COVID-19 is just destroying our team. If we can have COVID-19 back, 
we have a chance. But overall, the Packers will definitely win this game because they're the number one NFC team. They've got so many good weapons on that team. And yeah, the Packers just definitely are going to win this one. For our next game, we have another Saturday game. We got the Colts at the Cardinals. For this one, it's a tough choice, but I favor the Colts in this one. Many may not favor the Colts, but the Colts have been showing what they can do with Jonathan Taylor. Um, Carson Wentz hasn't been doing too bad. Honestly, I think that was a bad idea for the Eagles to trade Carson Wentz and even trade Nick Foles away. But yeah, they made their decision, but the Colts are benefiting from that one. For our next one, we have three, no, not three, I'm sorry. We just have a Sunday game, which is the Eagles at the Giants. The Eagles are definitely going to win this one. That's questionable, but I think the Eagles will win this one. They overall have a better record. They have the Oklahoma quarterback, Jalen Hurts, leading them. They will definitely win this game this week. Um, Next, we have the Rams at the Vikings. The Rams, no question. The Rams will definitely win this one. If they don't, that's an upset. But, yeah, the Rams have way too many good players, <clears throat> excluding Odell Beckham Jr. Um, He's not going to do anything for them. Forget him. He d- they don't need him. I don't know why they try to trade for him. He's bad WR anyways, even off the field. Um, Anyways, we have the Bills at the Patriots. Unfortunately, I know the Patriots are going to lead the AFC if they win this, but they are most likely going to win this game. I see the Patriots winning this game. Just Mac Jones, he's been ridiculous. He's not been playing like Trevor Lawrence. He's been playing like the Tom Brady Jr. He's obviously not going to go out and win eight Super Bowls, obviously. But he's been playing like a good quarterback that Tom Brady was. And he's been doing good for the Patriots as their possible new franchise quarterback that could be with them for 20 years like Tom Brady was. Next. Before you go on to the next game, GM, I'm going to comment on that Bills and Patriots game. When the Bills played the Buccaneers, Josh Allen almost did it. He almost took out Tom Brady. So I'm going to differ with you on this game, and I'm going to say that the Bills are going to win it by three. Makes sense. They did come close to, or yeah, they went into overtime with the Buccaneers. I think the game was tied, and what happened was the defense just fell asleep on that play. Anyways, we got the Bucks at the Panthers. The Bucks are going to win this one. Um, yeah, they overall have the better team. There's no way. The only way is if the Panthers' defense, because they just picked up Stephon Gilmore, a veteran from the Patriots, that, that he would have to make some key plays. And even if he does, the defense still has to step up because it can't be just one player carrying the whole defense. And it can't be just Cam Newton and DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson carrying the entire offense. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to differ with you on this game because we just saw the Buccaneers take a devastating loss and I think that that's going to shake Tom Brady a little bit and Cam Newton as you mentioned earlier Cam Newton is a good quarterback he knows how to play he's just a little soft okay now if he can man up and get it in his head that he needs to beat Tom Brady I think that the Panthers will stun the Buccaneers. I totally agree with you because that's what happened. The Saints rushing game, Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill, 
that rushing game was what kind of got that defense. So if he gets his chance to scramble, for sure he can win. But if the defense learns from that run and they get used to it within the first two quarters and stop him when he tries to run around, there's no way. Anyways, our next game is the Jaguars of the Jets. The Jets. Trevor Lawrence. He just lost to the Texans. Literally, the Texans have no quarterback. Tyra Taylor's out. Deshaun Watson's out. It's like the Browns. They got their third-string quarterback, and they beat the Jags. Mm-mm. The Jags are losing this game. The Jets take this one. I would say it's a snooze fest again because they're both 2-12 and 3-11, and, and 11, but the Jets definitely take this win overall. Next, we have the Falcons at the Lions. Honestly, I'm just going to guess for this one because the Lions just beat the Cardinals, and nobody expected that. Cardinals, number three team lose to, like, what, the worst team in the NFC? Nobody expected that. So I'm going to say the Falcons take this one, but only by a couple of points if they do win. I'm going to say three to six points. For our next game, we have the Chargers at the Texans. The Chargers win this one. Whether or not Justin Herbert is healthy, whether or not Keenan Allen is healthy, and they did lose Austin Eckler. Joey Bosa, and someone else to COVID, they're still going to win this game because the Texans are trash. I'm sorry, but not really. They just need to figure out this whole quarterback situation. They need to have. They need to go back into the past and uh, never trade DeAndre Hopkins or J.J. Watt. That would totally help them out as well. For our next game, we have the Ravens at the Bengals. Hmm. I see the Bengals taking this one. And I see them taking this one because they've got Joe Burrow. They've got Jamar Chase, who played together in college, which I think was a very good decision to draft Jamar Chase. They have uh, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd on the defense. They have Jesse Bates. They have a former Browns player. Unfortunately, he made a bad decision and he went to the Bengals. But they also have their Oklahoma running back, Joe Mixon, which can do a lot for this team. For our next game, we have the Bears at the Seahawks. The Seahawks win this game, and not just because that the Bears have an Ohio State quarterback leading them, so they're going to lose, but because the Seahawks honestly just have the better team in Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Bobby Wagner, Jamal Adams, just have the better team overall in general. And speaking of the Seahawks, what do you think about that rumor that Russell Wilson may end up in Denver? Um... I could see that happening. He, Russell Wilson, if he's not happy with where he is, if he's not getting the money that he wants, and the Seahawks honestly just don't care and they see someone better in the draft class, then, yeah, I totally see him leaving. It would be nice to see Denver finally have a quarterback that they can rely on for a couple of years. Well, speaking of a quarterback that you can definitely rely on, our next game is the Steelers against the Chiefs. And you know that you can rely on Patrick Mahomes. To win. And you can rely on Ben Roethlisberger to just sit in the pocket, take sacks, and lose. The Chiefs win this game. I see the Chiefs winning. I see them winning by seven points. Seven to ten points is how much I see them winning by. Because the defense of the Steelers, no, 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 no. Hold up. The Steelers win. The Steelers lose by two touchdowns. TJ Watt, he just recently got injured in this last game. That may still hurt him. They may put him in even though he's hurt, and he may get hurt even more, which will just ruin the defense. 
Um, for this next game, the Broncos at the Raiders. The Broncos win. The Raiders only won. The one reason they won was because COVID-19 took out basically our whole entire team. The Raiders are going to lose. The Broncos win this game for sure. This is the second time that the Broncos and the Raiders have met this year. So these division teams, they meet twice a year, and this is our second time uh, second time playing the, playing the Raiders, and we're playing them in Vegas. Yeah, so the I'm not going to lie. The Raiders stadium is kind of nice, though. You can't lie about that, though. Um, anyways, we got the Cowboys at the football team. Cowboys, all the way. Micah Parsons is going to come in there. He's going to destroy whatever quarterback, Heineke, Fitzpatrick, whoever's playing. They're going to get destroyed. You've got the leading um, corner uh, with interceptions. I, f- I forget his name. But um, he's going to probably rack up some more INTs, at least one or two. We've got Prescott, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, another Oklahoma receiver, and Ezekiel Elliott, who are on this team. So, yeah, they're totally going to win this if they're healthy. For Monday night, we've got the Dolphins at the Saints. This one should be interesting. The Saints just won because they beat the Buccaneers using their running game. The Dolphins have a six-game win streak. This should be an interesting game to watch. I'm going to have to favor each the Dolphins, but if they do win, they're going to win by three to seven, and if they lose, they're going to lose by three to seven. So either way, I feel like it should be within a field goal of a touchdown game, whether or not they lose or win. I agree. I think the Dolphins are on a roll. I think their confidence is built up, and the Saints – Although they did take out Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, I think that they're going to be come in. They're going to be overconfident, and I think that the Dolphins are going to slap them up. Yep. Well, when we return, GM, we will get into our last segment. Ask the young GM. Well, we have some interesting questions sent in by our listeners. Thanks for listening, and we'll be right back. And welcome back to the young GM, the 13-year-old general manager fired by 31 teams, but still living a dream. GM, how you doing? I am doing good today, and I'm ready to go over this next segment of Ask the Young GM. Well, I'm glad you are, GM. One of our listeners write in and asked the question, what or why do you have such a dislike for Trevor Lawrence? Here's the thing. he He's not from Ohio State, so that's not why I hate him, or um, Garbage State. We're just going to address him by the correct title. He's not from there. He is from Clemson. But here's the thing. He was from Clemson. He was hyped up to be the number one quarterback of that entire NFL draft. Look how he's doing. 2-12 and 12 Jaguars. When Jalen Hurts, Oklahoma quarterback, could have been hyped up, and he's doing not as bad. Much better, but way better with the six and seven Eagles. So I'm just saying there were other Oklahoma, even if it wasn't Jalen Hurts, there were other Oklahoma players that could have been hyped up that were better than him, making a difference for their team. All this man's just sitting out here leading his two and 12 team down to the ground. Well, you know, they're going to hype up that Heisman Trophy winner. Mm, That's true. But if he doesn't do anything in the NFL, then what was all the hype for? Him losing? 
You know, SC has put out a lot of great college quarterbacks who turn out to be flops in the NFL. But let's go on to our next question. This question comes in from a listener, and they ask the question, do you think it's the coordinators or the head coach that really runs a team? Now, I think the reason why this question came in is because most of the coordinators send the plays in. The coordinators are the ones that set up for the defense. They set up for the offense. But who's really running this game, this team? This one is kind of hard because I feel like it goes both ways. The coordinators and the coaches would run the team because, as you said, the coordinators set up the plays to send to the coach, and the coach calls the plays. So, overall, I'm going to have to say the co- the coordinators because what they do is they send in the plays that they want the coach to do, and the coach does those plays. So, the coordinators run the team, but I run the team because I'm the GM. Well, yes, you are. You are the GM. And folks, that's our show for tonight. We want to thank our editors, our producers, and even the GM. And thank you for joining us with the Young GM. We'll see you next week and have a good one.